Good morning, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to my podcast on today. Today is Thursday, Friday Eve. This is the day that the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. So today is Thursday. Today is April 1st. Today is April Fool's Day, but today is a new month for new blessings, new beginning, new everything. So today is starting off fresh, a new month, start off fresh. So today we're doing our fasting, 40-day fasting for wrong thinking, and today we're at day 28. And today, day 28 state, this is a scary, this is a scary time to be living in, which is true because... Um, it's just so much stuff going on in this world with people shooting people, people just losing their freaking mind. So now we are living this. This is a scary time to be living in, but no reason to fear, no reason to get scared. It's um, no reason. So today we're going to change that. Today we're fasting from the thought that say this is a scary time to be living in. When you look around at all the news and evil in the world, whether it is natural, disaster, terror, rumors of war, disease, depression, and etc. It can be pretty scary. This is much there is much fear in this world, but it does not have to control you or your loved ones. It does not have to control you. So let's change it today. Know your authority. In Luke chapter 10, verse 19, Jesus said, Behold, I have given you authority over all the power of the enemy. The devil doesn't push you around. We push him around. Whatever we bind on earth is bound in heaven. And Matthew chapter 18, verse 18, you, you are never afraid of what you have. Wait, you are never afraid of what you have authority over. Meaning, you have authority to whoop the enemy. You have authority to tell the enemy to get out your life, to get out your head, to get off your kids. Whatever you have, the authority to push the enemy out the way. Never don't push you around. We push him around. I mean, like he got every time you open your word or get into your word and start praising, like he got to flee. He have to flee. Got to flee. Um, number two, receive peace as a gift. Simply accept it today. Jesus said, my peace I give to you, not as this world give. In John chapter 14, verse 27, we receive peace not as something dependent on our circumstances. It is a gift. Therefore, we do not have to be afraid. Meaning like, accept God peace, not this world peace, because on this world peace is flip-flop. You be happy. I mean, you don't need this world peace. You need God peace. God peace that surpasses all understanding. I mean, like you can walk somewhere, even though it's like stuff going on in this world. You don't have to sit there and be afraid. You can just be at peace about everything. This peace, like whatever you may be dealing with, you be like Lord, you just be like, I got peace. Everybody, like, what's wrong with you, girl? I got peace. I have so much peace too. You know, you don't let stuff get to you. That's what it's like. Having God be ain't nothing like having God peace. If you have not experienced the peace of God, it is so amazing. It is it's an experience that I will never forget. So it's nothing like having God peace where you can just have a peace of mind about everything. This peace of mind. That's all I ever want is just to have people always talk about, you know, like... Oh, I got to have, you know, people brag about different stuff. I'm going to tell the story at the end. I'm going to get through with this. 
about peace. Uh, number three, remember what you have and have not. Remember what you have and what you have not. Remember what you have and what you have not. Second <laughs> Timothy chapter one verse seven say, God has not given us a spirit of fear, but a power, love, and a sound mind. This is my favorite scripture. Every time I get in my car, wherever I go, this is what I say when my mind gets to wondering. Remember what you have and what you have not. God has not given us a spirit of fear, meaning that there's nothing to be afraid of, there's nothing to be anxious about, it's nothing to be fearful about because God said I did not give you a spirit of fear. He did not. That is coming from the pits of hell. That is coming from the enemy. Yes, we have emotion where we like sometimes we get scared or afraid. But I think God is talking about this afraid of the enemy, this afraid of, you know, this what's going on around this world, this afraid period. But God said, I come, but I gave you the spirit, but the power of love and a sound mind. Have power, love and a sound mind. Please. This is like you. You didn't hit me up. He said, I'm give you a spirit of fear, but a power of love and a sound mind. Ain't nothing have a peace of mind. Nothing have love of God and the power of God. Nothing. Number four, take your daily prescriptions as your new prescription. Take your daily prescription as your daily prescription. Boom. Take a dose of Psalms 91, chapter, well, take a dose of Psalms chapter 91, verse 10, which declare no evil or harm shall befall you, nor shall any disaster, excuse or apply, come, down, come near your tent. I love, if you do not know nothing about Psalms 91, you need to read Psalms 91, chapter Psalms 91. That is, I read that over my, I pray that in my house, when I bless my house every Sunday, if I don't forget, or I do it Monday before I leave to go to work, I read Psalms 91 in this house because it declares no evil or harm shall befall you, nor should any plot or the, the nor should any disaster plot come down near your tent. Nothing. That's why I say take your daily prescription, prescription as your prescription. Number five, meditate on God's, meditate on good news from from Job. In Job chapter 15, let me read that again. Meditate on God. Meditate on good news from Job. Job chapter 5 verse 19 say he will deliver you from trouble. In 7, no evil shall touch you. He will deliver you from 6 trouble. In 7, no evil shall touch you. Meditate on the good news from Job. Meditate. You know, Job been through some stuff, honey. Job was, yeah, he been through some stuff. But I feel like he never gave up. He didn't give up. So, number six. Love conquers all. We give away our power to live in victory, health, and success. When we allow others to determine how we respond, we have the power to forgive. We have the power to recover and the power to overcome anything. When we blame others, we give away that power to them. Yes, it does. Meaning, like, we have, we give away our power to live in victory, health, and success. When we allow others to determine, determine how we respond, we have the power to forgive, the power to recover, and the power to overcome anything. When we blame others, we give away that power to them. Meaning, like, you give people power, you give, 
you give power to, I mean, you give people too much power. Meaning, like, um, say for instance, I'm going to use this as an example. Say for instance, you and your significant other are not together no more. You're not together no more, or whatever. And somehow, y'all end up, <laughs> y'all, for many years may pass, order, and somehow y'all end up crossing paths. You might not be with nobody, but he's with somebody, and you're like, oh, I think she, why he with her? You know, boo-boo, why you over there mad for You didn't want him. So, that means, like, you're giving that person power. Meaning, like, you're giving that power. They're giving them power. Like, you can't walk in the room, because as soon as you walk in the room, and you see them or whoever, you just like, oh, I can't believe this mess. I just, ugh. I can't be here. You just make up everything. Girl, I got to go. But you giving them power. He over there living his best life. You still living in misery. So, I mean, like, don't give nobody else your power. Please, let that girl that has one less headache. You got to worry about, like, thank you, Jesus. I ain't got to worry with that no more. Or whatever the case may be. But don't give nobody. Don't give away your power. Do not give your power away to anyone. That's why I said love conquers all. You just got to be, Lord, just give me strength. To make it through this portal with these kids of mine. Since I have kids by this dude, just give me strength because Lord, I can just go there. You know, you know how it is sometimes. But you know, you know. <laughs> that was seven. In darkness of time, God presents the most stunning performance. Expect God to show up. In the darkest time, God presents his most stunning performance. Expect God to show up. I'm gonna tell you about a story about the darkest time in my life. Okay, me and my uh, me and my kids were um, were into we were staying in a hotel, and there was there was some dark days. There was like days where I didn't know if I was gonna be able to pay the um, room rent or whatever. And me and this other lady, which she didn't stay where I was, she stayed maybe like an hour or two. I don't know, maybe like two hours away. On where we were, and we was in the same boat, like we would encourage each other. But it was like, I was like, God, I don't understand this. I said, Never in a million years would I, because I hear when you stay in a hotel and your kids have to go to school so they consider you and your kids homeless. So I said, like, Never in a million years would I be homeless. I had slept in the car, I had slept on the street, and my kids. We had slept in cars. We have been through it. In those darkest times, I was like, I just, I was always a guy on standards. I feel like, like, if I was going to go through this, honey, I could have been, I would not, you know. And then, it was like, why you don't tell your family? Why you don't say, I didn't even say nothing. I just said, girl, please. Whatever. That's all I said was, no, girl, please. And then I said, you know, those darkest times, I was like, I just, I just kept saying, God, I don't understand. Like, what the? What did I do to deserve this? That was me. And then I just said, why me? I just kept saying, like, I know Jesus. I know better than this. You know, I know Jesus is not new. So during those times, I was like, I just didn't know what to do. I didn't, didn't know how I was going to get back and forth. Then, then Harvey came. Harvey came then me. I remember this day to the T. Harvey came, and I was at work, and we I didn't have a car. Lost my car. So we was Ubering back and forth. So my kids like, Mom, where we gonna stay? And my mom like, I don't know what we're gonna do. Just did not know what we're gonna do. And I was like, I don't know. I don't know. Cause then my mom was like, how can I I don't know what the hell to do? 
I just, that's all I said in the show notes. I was so mad. So we got in the car. This man picked us up Uber. And you know, I just get the cheapest car. But this man came to pick us up in a Lexus. It was a Lexus SUV. So every time me and my kids got ready to go somewhere in the Uber, we got the best car. We done rode in Cadillacs. We done rode in Mercedes-Benz. We have did it. Like we were celebrities. <laughs> but back to my story. So he came to pick us up. I was working at this school. My kids went to the same school where I was working at. So we got home. My kids little, So I asked the lady, can we just go in the room and just get something? Just can we get some things? She's like, yeah, we're like, but you can't stay there. I was like, and this man's like, you know, in a way, he's want, he wanted to pay for the room rent for us, but I was like, but I know I didn't say nothing. I was just like, he said, oh, he said I'm sorry. So, okay. so my son had broke his arm, wrist, or whatever. So I had to be, from where I was at, where the hotel was, me and my kids had to walk to the hospital. So we were able to get some stuff out the room, and it was horrible. I was like, I don't know where we gonna stay at. I just did not, I ain't have no money. I was like, all I had made was like, I don't even think I had nothing in my account. That's, I think I'm gonna be point blank with you. I was like, I don't know what to do. I have no idea what to do. So I got to the hospital. My kids was hungry. I didn't have no money to get them nothing to eat. They was hungry, they was tired, they was ready to go to sleep. I was like, I like, all I could say, I just didn't know what to do. I wanted to cry. My kids like, Mom, stop crying. Though. I was like, this is like the, this is like so effed up. <laughs> I was like, God, I know God did not leave me like, in this situation. I know he did not. Because if I, if he, I was like, Lord, I know he didn't do this to me. Because how could he do this to me? I pay my tithes. I might not go to church. But I'm not out here doing, I'm just giving Jesus my whole little spill. So, this other girl who knew I was in this situation, she was like, please, what y'all gonna do? I was like, girl, I don't know. And she was like, please, I don't want y'all on the street. Because she stayed so far. She didn't have a car, so she come. I was like, I don't know. I don't know. So, I somehow, I called. I don't know how I got this number or whatever. I can't remember how I got the number, whatever. So, I told the lady, to me, we don't have nowhere to stay, blah, blah, blah. We need somewhere to go. We, I don't know if I called the shelter. I don't know. That she shared the number. I have no idea how I got this number. So she was like, um, it's a place which was not too far from where, I, where the hotel was. She says a place on Highway 6. I'm like, what the hell is Highway 6? It's not like in the country. That's just me. I said, okay. She says, but she said, they can't come get you. They have room for you and your kids. I was like, really? I said, okay. I said, let me see what I can do. I was like, I ain't got no money. But I, I looked at my card. I was like, I ain't got no money. Didn't know. This is the darkest time. I was like, it was like dark outside. I was like, oh, me and my, we was going to sleep at the hospital. I don't know what we are going to do. We was going to pick out something. So I was like, okay. I said, God, let this car work. I prayed over this car. Me and my kids. All three of All four of us. I got three kids and me. We prayed over that car. <laughs> I was like, God, let this car work. They got somewhere for us to go. Let this car work so I can get to this church where they had this shelter. We're going to get to this shelter. Where I can get some sleep or whatever, whatever. I didn't know. I didn't know my next move. I I just want to get out of, get my kids somewhere. I was more focused on my kids, not me, because I know my kids were tired. They was hungry. I didn't want nothing to eat. I was cried. I was just, I was just through. I was like, I was at the point where I'm just through with this world. I'm done with life. The hell with this. If I had to go through this, I am done. That was my whole spill. So I was like, okay, we got ready to go to the. I did the call. I said, Lord, please let this call work. So we looked at, um, got onto my Uber app. Did the call. I said, Lord, 
I'm gonna get this card. Boom, Uber came. <laughs> and I gave him the address where, where the shelter was. So I said, okay. So I said, Lord, please let this card. So I got my kids in the car. So I said, like, well, we said, we're going to a shelter. And they was okay. Long they wasn't outside. They was good. Me, I was like more pissed off because I was like, I cannot believe you're about to go to a freaking shelter. Like, what did I do to deserve to be in a shelter? Like, me? Now, I'm not saying I was too good, but I was like, I felt like I had my life together. I just felt like it was together. Like, what the hell? Like, geez, I'm not out here living in this world. I'm not doing all this and that. I get my life right to be, you know, all that type of stuff. So, got in the car, went on down the road. And my kids like, Mom, you okay? So, we made it to the shelter by 10 o'clock. And that was there. Had our little... Uh, other stuff that like our little cots and stuff how we was gonna know where we're gonna sleep in and all that type of stuff man they said oh you're hungry my kids said yeah they hungry so they told my kids go in there go in there fix them something to eat my kids who my who I treasure I love my kids I thank God that I have kids like that and I thank God that I'm raising my kids right even though they might not have all the luxury things it doesn't matter about that okay so they fixed me something to eat. They was like, Mama, eat, please. Can you just eat? I didn't eat. I was like, I didn't want to eat. But I did this to satisfy them so they could be happy. I did take a little bite here and there. Okay. my One of my kids is very epilepsy. He had epilepsy and asthma. So, no medicine. So, I said, okay. So, that day, that night we got there. And, you know, they had that little... A little cot separated. <laughs> so me and my kids, <laughs> we put our cots together. We like put them together. You know, like me and me and my uh, me and my daughter on one side and the boys on the other side. Like we was together, so they know that we was like that's our family. We are together. So um, so we was there, and then the next day, um, we was there. We slept, and um, the next day, I got up in my um. It was like I cannot believe this. I was still upset. I was just, I just couldn't believe it. But I was like, so my my friend who always encouraged each other. So she was like, Felicia, what about you? What um, what did y'all go? I told me was at a shelter. She said, thank you. Cause I was worried about y'all, whatever. I said, yeah, we're in a shelter or whatever. And she was like, Felicia, you're not on the street, so be happy, whatever. But my kids, even though we was in this darkest time, I was in the darkest time. We was in this darkest time. My kids was more happy. They was, they was not like me. Like I was like, I can't believe we here. My kids was on doing their other stuff. Like they had like little board games and other stuff they can do. And it was, it was other kids there, but um, that was the darkest. You no, know, keep going. So we was in the okay. Jesus, I'm gonna keep going. So um, we was in the shelter. Doing the, in the shelter, we um. My kids were like clean up, you know. My kids are like they teenagers. Were they teenagers at the time? Yeah, they was teenagers at the time. So they would clean up and do stuff. They was like, your kids are so sweet. They so respectful. They so this and that. I'm like, oh, thank you. You know me, because I wasn't feeling it. So <laughs> wasn't feeling it at all. And then they was like, do you work? So I said, yes, I work for the school. Blase, blase. So they made sure that I didn't have to pay for Uber. They paid for Uber for get me to back and forth to work and my kids because I work the same school or whatever. So each one of me and my kids get up and go to work. We have to, you know, sign out, let me know where it's going and have to be back at the same time. So that's what we did. So we did that. And then 
people like, well, no, we didn't, I didn't tell nobody where we were because it was nobody's business, you know. All they need to know, we was okay. So, we went on, then we met this lady there. We met one of the um, Red Cross workers there. So, she, like, like she became like a, um, like, it was like a godsend. So, she came, you know, I, I was asked how the kids or whatever, stuff like that. And then, you know, then they try to help you find a place. So I was like, so I had found a place, which is not too far where I was at. They were like, oh, we can't do this because of this. I was like, you know what the hell with it? Because <laughs> I was done. Yeah, I said, I can't, I can't get this. I can't get that. I'm done. I'm, I'm about to just forget it. I'm done. I'm tired. Like, I'm sick of this. I'm sick of life. Every day, I, I always try to, when I go to work, I always try to put a smile on my face. Deep down, I was like, I'm done. I want to just check out. But I couldn't let my kids know that I wanted to check out. The other day, like, Mama, they was happy doing what they do. So, I was like, okay. And then, so I had to get my son medicine because he had a seizure there. But they helped me get his medicine and all this type of stuff. We did that. So, um, like a couple weeks later, we had to, you know, find a place or whatever. So, one morning, I got up. I ain't go to work that day. Did I? No, I didn't go to work that day. So I'm not gonna go to work right now. I got so I woke up this morning. Said today's the day. I'm gonna find a place. I just said it. Didn't know how it was gonna happen. Didn't know. I said today's the day. I find me a place for me and my kids. Uh, I said I don't care what it. I didn't want to be something. I said I want to be comfortable. Like I need a three bedroom, two bath. That was my thing. So this apartment lady's like, go check out this uh, apartment. I'm like, okay. So we came to the, it's like us, came to these apartments, you know, came to where I'm staying now. So I was like, okay. We went to, to the thing and she showed us, the, it was me and my youngest one. He's not, he's the baby, but like, that, he's not the baby baby, but you know, he's still a teenager. So he wasn't a teenager at that time. He was or wasn't. I had two teenagers, but he wasn't a teenager at that time. So I was like, okay, we went there. She said, do you like it? I was like, I, need, I was saying to myself, I need a three-bedroom, two-bath. Everybody be comfortable. I have my own room. My daughter have her own room. The boys got their room. You know, boom, boom. I was like, yeah, I like it. Just like that. Because I had, to, I had to get something. I was like, yeah, I like it. Just like that. But when I walked in, the apartment reminded me of the apartment that I used to stay in when I, when I left their dad. I said, then I was like, wow, this is so... You know, the only thing is missing is the longer hallway. It is different stuff that's missing, but it reminds me of the apartment I used to stay in when I used to stay in Longview when I left that day. I said, okay, I like it. So she said, well, come on down. So I went down there, got the application, did what I had to do, such, and she started asking me questions. So I did what I gave her all the information because I had it all. And then she said, you approved. I said, huh? That's all I said. I said, what she say? Yeah, you approved. It was a Friday. It was a Friday. I moved in on Saturday. So during those darkest times and those darkest hours when I thought God had gave up on me, when I was like, I'm about to just check out. <laughs> I don't know where my kids gonna go. But you know how you get to the point where you just tired of life. You just like, I'm done. Jesus, I'm done with life. Is this the life you want for me? I'm done with. It. I'm not gonna do all this. It's I never expected God to move that quickly. So. When it say expect expect God to show up, I expected him to show up in a sense where I'm like, 
I see what he do. That was my hope. I'm not gonna even lie. I let's see if he'll do it. He said he gonna do it. Let's see if he do it. So I got approved for it the same day. And it was like, okay, so I t- um, did that. I didn't have to put, I didn't pay nothing. The shelter paid for me my deposit and was it like, was I think first month, two months rent. Moved in. We didn't have nothing, but everything I have in this apartment is donated from just people while I used to work at the school. And it was not like, you know, how some people say, oh, I don't do him now. This was like, Good stuff, good. And still to this day, I'm still in my apartment. Well, well, God bless me. Well, God showed up in the darkest time. And then I told my friend what happened. You know, the friend what happened. And then she told me a story. She told me something. I was like, maybe God was trying to teach me something in this moment. So she said, Felicia, I had the money to help you, but God told me no. God told me no because whatever he's about to do, he wanted to know. It was, it was him that did it. And I was like, I didn't get mad at her. I was like, this nigga had the money to help me? <laughs> like that. But I understood. I was like, well, God was trying to teach me to trust him no matter what the situation I was in. Be like, uh, Felicia, I got you. I know you don't understand this. I know you like, you just want to check out. You just like the hell with this. I am done. But in those darkest days, I expected him to show up. And to this day, when I have dark moments, dark days, I be expecting, okay, God, you see I'm about to just blow a gasket. And I be expecting him to show up. So that was my little spiel. I was going to talk about peace, but the Holy Spirit had me tell y'all about the darkest time. So, <laughs> so now we're at think it and say it. Think it and say it. I give, I receive a gift of peace and therefore I am not troubled. I have power, love, and a sound mind. I have authority over the enemy. No evil or disaster can harm me. God is my deliverer and I'm expecting God to show up in my life today in Jesus' name. So, disrespect God to show up. Just know that God did not give us a spirit of fear. So, I know we are living in times where we just don't understand we live with COVID we living in this all kind of stuff you know but there's no reason to fear I have learned to not watch the news as much I might glimpse it or whatever but I I guard my peace because I'm not going to be at work stressing about what's going on in this world you know about all this other stuff that is really going on so you have to guard your peace guard your peace because ain't nothing like have peace of mind of nothing like have a peace of mind so thank you ladies and gentlemen for listening to my podcast on today i hope this podcast bless you i don't know if y'all experience um any darkness in your life or you feel like like god why me because he's always asked god like why me then somebody said told me one time why not you because i didn't tell you that was uh, you know i wanted to do all this you know, I did say yes to him and want to live right, but I didn't think I had to go through all this. But then I said, okay. That's why I have such amazing testimonies and different stuff. You know, my kids have been through some stuff, but yet they push me. Even though some days I was like, um, I don't understand this in their time. My kids know. I'm bad. <laughs> like, I'm done. No, mommy can't say you're done. 
I can't say that. And then when I like, I just want to give up. Then I look at them. I was like, I can't just give up because they're looking at me. So no matter what you may be going through, just know that God is right there with you, and He will be with you. He would, He would show up. So I hope you have an amazing, awesome Thursday. Today is my Friday, and y'all will hear from me tomorrow. So y'all have a blessed and amazing Thursday. Be blessed.